T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And Overnight America continues, and we do have a lot of calls in tonight, which is great. So if you're on the line, I'm going to take your calls in just a few minutes. Don't worry about that. 314-436-7900. You can text in as well. Good to see Doug texting in. I haven't heard from him in a while. Doug, I was worried about you. I thought, oh, where are you? There you are. That's good. Yeah, and he was pointing out one of the guests that we had regarding um, Joe Biden and their uh, what they were seeing with uh, dementia. But early onset is what they were calling. But I I guess most people could see some things there. So, Doug, thank you for that text message. Um, just for a moment, I wanted to bring in our friend Brad Young from Harris Dow Fisher in Young. And I didn't realize it. Brad, is today your birthday? Uh, well, yesterday was my birthday. But uh, you know what? I'm still celebrating. Oh, wonderful. Happy birthday to you, Brad. I think that's Thank wonderful. you, sir. Um, and how about that? On your birthday, you gave me a gift. You gave me that gravy boat the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's quite a gift there, a gravy oh, boat. <laughs> I cannot wait to uh, use that on Thanksgiving. So there's a few things I wanted to talk to you about, and some of the challenges that we're seeing from President Trump right now, some legal wins, mostly legal losses. Uh, Michigan, I think Georgia were the ones that were dismissed pretty quickly, but there's still some other question about what these legal fights and where they could lead to. So I'm curious if you had a chance to look over what the argument of Donald Trump is and what you think will happen. Sure. Well, I mean, he's he's saying publicly, you know, stop the voting or stop the counting, stop the counting. But that's not really a legal theory. And that's why you're not seeing a great deal of success with his legal team, because there has to be something called a justiciable issue. You can't just file a lawsuit to say stop the counting. You have to show that state law says one thing, but the procedures are following something that violates state law. So mm-hmm. far, the Trump team hasn't been able to show that anywhere. Uh, and so that's what has to be a justiciable issue. And they've been uh, unable to show that. The only area where there's really a legal issue, I think, would be dealt with by the courts is in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, state law says you have to you can only count the ballots that you receive uh, by the end of election day. But the courts, the state courts said, we're going to extend that by three days because of COVID. Well, that violates state law. So the, the Trump right. team had previously taken that all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled four to four because it was before 
uh, Justice Barrett was seated. Uh, and so nothing happened from that. So that could go back to the Supreme Court now with a full contingent of nine justices. That might be one legal issue. But if all of these other states go in favor of Biden, then really the Supreme Court probably isn't inclined to hear it because it won't make a difference. Mm. I think in Georgia, the margin is so close that it almost guarantees it's going to trigger a recount there. So you'll you'll see some of that going on in Michigan and some of these places where there's arguing that they might not have fair access to some of these uh, provisional and absentee and mail in ballots being overviewed by the the proper people. Um, Can you make that argument? Could you say to the courts, hey, we were uh, shut out at a certain time. So the the times that we were shut out, we want to get those ballots recounted. Well, you pot, you can, but you know, a lot of what I'm seeing on social media and elsewhere is these anecdotal reports of, you know, some person who's unknown stating that we know they're bringing ballots and so forth. But you've got to have actual evidence of that happening. And so, even in the in the situation that you cited, where there might be some lack of oversight, even if you get an opportunity to recount those votes or those ballots, uh, once those ballots are commingled, there's no way to distinguish which ballots were brought in late or which ballots were were counted when there was a lack of viewing. Once they get commingled, it's impossible to make that determination. Secondly, you've got to be able to come up with a remedy. Even if there was insufficient supervision, what's the remedy that a court could impose? Well, even if they impose a statewide recount, which I don't think would ever happen, but if they did that, you know, history shows us that recounts can only make a difference of about 1,000 or 2,000 votes that might make a difference in Georgia, but it's probably not going to sway the election in Michigan or Wisconsin. And if it's not going to sway the election, I just don't see the Supremes getting involved with it. Interesting. Now, the other thing that we're seeing is the McCloskeys. And there was a letter that was written to them regarding the famous photo that apparently they've been leaving around town. I've seen some people mention that they'll even sign autographs and leave them for waitresses at different diners and things and restaurants. And then the Christmas cards, the whatever, that they've been sending these things out. And the person that took the photo has sent a legal letter or at least a letter written by a lawyer saying, hey, uh, we're just going to bill you for the use of our photo. So I'm just curious what you think of all that. <laughs> well, I, I think it's funny that we can break this down legally and discuss the legal issues associated with the uh, 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 glamour shot. And I'm sorry to say glamour shot talking <laughs> about the uh, McCloskey's. That might be a pun that was intended. But, uh, but really, there's two legal issues as far as I see with that point that was actually reported at the top of the hour, of course, here on KMOX. And that is number one, whether it's in the public domain, whether that photograph is in the public domain, and secondly, whether the McCloskey's use constitutes fair use under the Copyright Act. Because if something's in the public domain, you can't assert a copyright interest to it. Now, this photographer, I looked it up today, his name is William Greenblatt. He says that he took that photograph for work purposes, but we don't know whether he sold it to uh, any news agency that then released it publicly in the public domain. We don't know that. If that happened, McCloskey's can use it freely. If it didn't intentionally get placed into the public domain, then the photographer has a copyright interest in that photograph. And then very briefly, secondly, under fair use, you can use copyrighted materials if the purpose is non-commercial or if you're only using it for a very limited non-commercial purpose. 
So at this point, I don't know if the McCloskeys, you could classify them sending this out as Christmas cards to advance their law firm. But if it's done just for personal uses, like handing them out at restaurants to say, hey, look, I'm a big shot. And again, I'm sorry to use the word shot. But if he's doing that, uh, you know, what's the damages for doing that? What's the financial or economic damages for passing them out at restaurants when you're tipping the waitress? I don't know. Yeah. The point is, there are a lot of legal issues here, which I find fascinating over something so trivial as, uh, you know, Mark and Patsy pointing guns in an improper manner. I, you know, I think $1,500 to them is probably, uh, you might as well just pay it. Was it worth just pay it? <laughs> but still, I think it's more the the the, uh, the stance they want to take on it, which is we're just not going to give into it. If we're not going to give into the other things, why would we give into this one, too? Um, but that's the thing. This to me sounds like a Disney argument. I know they're very quick to go out there and send letters like this, uh, cease and desist. Sure, they are. If a photograph is used, this this to me almost sounded like they hired the lawyers that Mickey Mouse would hire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, you got to know Mickey Mickey Mouse hires very good lawyers, my friend. Very good oh, lawyers. The best. Well, Brad Young, happy birthday to you, belated by a day, but it's so good to hear your voice, and I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, my friend. Have a great evening. That's Brad Young, Harris, Dal Fisher, and Young. He joins us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. Very good. I know we're running a little late, but I, I was going to go to Brad, and Brad just dropped off the line because he was waiting so long. So let's go to Nancy, who's holding on. We'll take another call here. Welcome to Overnight America. Thank you, and I love your show. Thank you. I'm an 88-year-old woman, widow, excuse me, and I listen to your show every night. And obviously, I've seen quite a few presidents come and go, and I hark back to the time when Ronald Reagan was president and said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall, Mm -hmm. and how effective that was. Now, I can't picture Biden or his uh, vice president saying that to the leader of North Korea if something started going wrong. I mean, I just don't think they have the guts to do that. I think Trump does. You're right. No, they would do it uh, differently. So let's look at what Biden has experience in, which is we're going to withhold aid to your country unless you fire people in your administration. So it's more quid pro quo going down. That's kind of his way of doing things. Not so forceful. Donald Trump has a different, definitely a different approach, which is uh, you better do this. And because it's the right thing to do. And it's probably in our best interest, you know, as a American. So you're right. You said you're 98 years old. No, no. 88. Oh, 88 years old. Don't give me not 10 more years. I hope I make it till I'm 98. You sound great for 88. I was going to say you're <laughs> oh, a key demographic. Females well, at least I don't have Alzheimer's, so I'll give myself credit for that. Oh, wonderful. So glad that you called in, and thank you. Great. Have a great night. And a great you weekend. too. Let's take some more of your calls after the break. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Just so you know. When we look at the ratings here on Overnight America, when it comes to the women over 88 demographic, I am just by far the king of the radio. This is Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com Welcome back to Overnight America. So, let's see... Um, one uh, text message that came in said, disappointed in Mitch McConnell uh, talking how he would work with Biden if elected. Seems he has moved on. No, I don't see Mitch McConnell as moving on. I mean, Mitch McConnell did his job. 
in the sense that the Republicans still have the Senate and they gain even some House seats, which is a big, pretty big deal, all things considered. Even if Donald Trump loses, they still made some grounds on the other side, you know, and keeping the Senate and what what comes with it. That's kind of his job. So he did it. Um, I think in general, you, sh- you can't be mad at a Mitch McConnell. Uh, this is, I think, going to be the RNC's fight at this point. So they're going to have to do this. And some of the other politicians that are along here and along for the ride in that sense, they're just going to have to wait and see how this thing goes out. There's no other way around it. Uh, so I can't fault him for doing that. Let's uh, take some more of your calls. Keith, welcome to Overnight America. Oh, good evening. This is the first time I listen to a radio station. It's pretty interesting. Can I say a few things? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I look at this Donald Trump as a very driven man, as a, his identity is what he believes in, and as an accomplishment. And I think that's what he, that's what drives him, makes his identity. And you know, this country said they want a president to get things done, but I don't really think this country wants anything done. Now, let me say this: JFK. He was a Democrat. He said something was just ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I don't think people want to do nothing for this country. I think they have issues, very selfish issues, and it's money-driven and corruption. And so when Donald Trump steps in, he was okay in The Apprentice. Everybody liked him in Hollywood scene. But when... Like his family, he's very driven too. His two sons, and they came from different. He had different wives, but I really think, you know, there's corruption, and he revealed the corruption, and now he's stirring the pot. So, mm. I think Americans they want the, the smart Americans they want a country where they have their constitutional rights and their liberties. Liberties, mm-hmm. but if we're not careful, you know. We're going to lose what we're blessed with. So, you know what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, I'll I'll mention one thing about JFK, because I feel like this is a good example. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you could do for your country is such a great and noble thing when it comes to love of country. I think what you're seeing today is that uh, under Donald Trump's administration, the whole idea is we want to return things to you as much as possible. We want to try to cut out as much government intrusion. And what we're going to do is allow for growth here and encourage growth here in the United States, as opposed to growth happening in other countries where people are leaving and uh, companies are leaving. I think what you could see the opposite with Joe Biden. I think what their whole idea is, you know, ask not what you can do for your country, but we're going to force you to find a way to take everything you own. You know, we're going we're gonna to just, you know, take your property, take your wealth, take your this, take your that, because it's good for your country and good for your fellow person. So it's an opposite approach to this sort of thing, as opposed to people stepping up and doing their part. He's saying we're going to forcefully do it because that's what government can do. And that's the thing that I think we should be. Can I say one other thing? Jesus said yeah. a really good quote, too. He says, the first will be last, and the last will be first. So if we want to be the greatest, we have to be a servant for his kingdom. But we're here on earth, and we're supposed to serve and help out others who are disadvantaged. But most people, they don't want to be last, and they don't want to be a servant. So I pray to God that people would check their spirit and their mind and see how that works 
as uh, the love of Christ here as we can help each other. That's basically, I guess, all I have to say. Thank you, Keith. Good to hear from you. I'm glad you called in. 314-436-7900. I love that there are people listening to this program for the first time. Don't give up on me. Listen to me other days. It doesn't have to be just tonight. We also have a podcast. If you wanted to download the show, that's easy. Just search for Overnight America anywhere you uh, download podcasts. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, that'd be great, too. Ryan Recker Radio on Facebook. We can always communicate that way. Let's go to Lou, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, Lou, are you there? Uh-oh, maybe Lou's not there. Um, how about we put Lou on hold and maybe Lou pops back in. Let's go to Brent, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, Ryan. Um, Hi. I voted for Trump. I, I voted for Trump and start questions here. Um, the reason I voted for Trump is he's, he's, the, he's the United States of America's president. I mean, he takes care of the United States of America, and the U.N. just got so P.O.'d, and the whole world got just so P.O.'d that he said, screw you, I'm going to watch out for my own people. And I think that was a big part of the problem. So, say that again. You said the people got upset with him. Say that one more time. People got upset with Trump. Because he sided with America, the United States of America, against the whole United Nations, against uh, the whole world. He's the president of the United States of America, not the United States of anybody else. And he took care of us, and the whole world got pissed off. Mm, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so I think the taking America and trying to grow America, isn't it crazy in the sense that people are upset that we're trying to— uh, I guess, look at our own interest and to further our own people and make lives for American citizens better first. I mean, why is that such a controversial thing? It really shouldn't be. And in fact, that's all, the person that holds the office. That's what their job should be. It almost makes me smile. But when NAFTA got passed by Al Gore and Bill Clinton, I lost my steelworking job in Alton, Illinois, back in the mid-90s. And, and I know Jim White used to call me mundane Brent. I used to call him Jim White Show. He mundane Brent's on there. But anyway, I just, I just, I feel bad that the whole world—it's corruption, worldwide corruption. I believe it's. And, and you call me, call me paranoid, call me what you want, but I think it's a worldwide corruption at this point. Okay, uh, Brent, thank you very much for your call. There's a lot of corruption. United Nations is a great example. United Nations, if you want to talk about some of the different committees they put together, when they talks about human rights violators, they put the human right violating company or the, the countries in there to have a say when it comes to their human right violations as a committee inside of the United Nations, which you, you scratch your head and you'd say, you know, why are these countries that treat people terribly, have prison camps in the case of China, uh, the way that they have zero uh, rights for individuals? Uh, men or LGBT gay or whatever it is, Christians, Muslim. You look at some of these countries that they they punish and persecute and in some cases even get as high as the death penalty and they treat these people just uh, terrible. And then the United Nations says, here, have a seat at the table. We want your opinion on human rights. And so we had to stick up to the United Nations and say, this isn't the way this should be done. I mean, um, you know. I, I think it's good that we fought back on those. Paris Accord, getting out of that was a good idea, too, which, by the way, 
as the United States, we've actually, I think, exceeded what our promises were according to the Paris Accord, so we're still tracking well ahead. It doesn't mean that we've ever stopped when it comes to trying to uh, advance and help the environment. It just means we weren't going to try to put ourselves under the umbrella and guidance of this accord with other companies not living up to their end of the deal. Why would we want to do that? I mean, we can perfectly do that fine ourselves. And we're fine ourselves. No problems. Uh, let's go to Dwayne, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I hope that whichever way this election goes, and I voted for Trump. I want to see him get in. But if it goes the other way, I hope that once the ballots are like certified by the state, that there's no more fighting and there's a, a, a peaceful transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, I think that when all of this is done, you're going to have to satisfy both sides. And that's going to be important because if you go through the process and it's satisfied, then I think everyone's going to be able to accept that. Um, but the problem is it's going to be difficult to satisfy, I think, Donald Trump and they continue to fight it, and they keep losing some of the fights that they see are problems. Um, I do hope that by the time this is all over, uh, we don't run into the worst-case scenarios that some people were expecting. I do hope that things uh, calm down, and I do hope in the future that— uh, Do you remember Mitch Album? Do you know who he is? No, I don't. All right, so he's a sports writer up in Detroit. Mitch Album is, I think, a good writer. Um, and he's someone that you know, has gotten in trouble in the past, but not really. He's he's a pretty safe writer in that sense. But he talked about just the way the emotions have been boiling up, and he talked about just how bad things have been and how things have not gotten much better over the past couple of years. But he said that what do, that we keep talking about who needs to change. We keep saying, no, it's the Republicans that need to change. No, it's the Democrats that need to change. He says, no, I think it's us. Um, I think we need to be the ones that change here. We got a lot of... Um, we got a lot of things retrospectively. Uh, uh, we can look into ourselves and try to figure out um, maybe, just maybe, it's our own selves that are doing this, and that's what needs to happen. We have to change our ways. So I, I think that's a good thing. I, hopefully most people realize that. Um, now, Dwayne, thank you. Go ahead. I got one more question. Okay, when the election's over, who will, who will control the Senate and who will control the House? It still looks like the House will be held by Democrats. However, there's been more Republicans that have picked up seats. That's a good thing, I think, at least. And then on the Senate, there'll still be a majority for Republicans. Um, I don't think there's going to be a a change there. So that's, uh, I think, an accomplishment itself, being able to keep the lead inside of the Senate. So thank you very much, Dwayne. Good to hear. I think that's more important than the uh, presidency. Okay, well, that you. does help. Thank you. So when there, there's uh, any kind of issue there, if you have the majority and you disagree, you just can't get anything you want pushed through. That's probably a good thing uh, that the Republicans going into it. Let's say if Joe Biden does win this thing. We'll take some more of your calls coming up at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's Overnight America KMOX. Hey, thanks for spending this time with us. And I got to say, Ryan Recker Radio on Facebook is a great way to keep up with things. I know we get a couple of days off, otherwise known as the weekend. 
if you wanted to communicate, that's a great way to do it. If you wanted to download the podcast, it's also an awesome way to support the radio show. I always like looking online and seeing, oh, look at that. So many people enjoy this podcast, and we're already over 100,000 downloads for the year, which is great. I'd love to see that number higher. I'd love to see where that number is at the end of the year. But, you know, every time I go on, it looks like, okay, this week, nearly 600 individual people enjoyed the podcast. I mean, we post it every day, and that means multiple times people are uh, downloading multiple podcasts. But in general, that's a pretty nice audience that we got built up on the uh, podcast. So search for Overnight America on there and, you know, share it with your friends if you want to help the show. That's always a nice thing. Let's go to Charlie, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Charlie. You know what? I'm surprised I didn't hear, uh, I'm right, Dukakis uh, (laughs) in the background. I haven't heard Dukakis in a long time. So why is he relevant again? What's the reason he's coming up? Remember during uh, the election when he when the when the recording of him going, you know, raw, I can't do it. But you remember that? No, I uh, keep in mind, I'm I'm younger than you, so that was way before my uh-huh. time. Before I started paying attention to politics. Uh huh. Well, back then, if you if you can find the recording, you can hear it during the Clinton Dukakis election when they won, the guy would go, <laughs> And I'm surprised what's they that? didn't do it now. Wait, what's that noise again? What what was the sound? It'd be like, <laughs> It sounds like the Howard Dream from 2000 or whatever that was. Was that 2000? I, no, it but would have been 2004. It, yeah, or somewhere in there. Uh, as far as uh, Biden, well, if they if they voted him in and he's got dementia or Alzheimer, hmm. well, they'll, that should teach him. They'll, we'll find out pretty you quick know, if he's a, if he's capable of doing. Because that. you Maybe figure starts, Roosevelt but... had polio. Hmm. Let's see. Um, Whatever other politician, so we're all this country's getting the first of everything. Hmm. Well, Charlie, good you know, hearing from you, and hopefully you're not out shoveling snow this weekend. We're going to be having uh, no. Here. The, the forecast for the uh, Twin Cities area spectacular till Tuesday with the highs in the low 40s, highs or lows in the 40s, highs in the 60s near 70s. Nice. Enjoy it. And uh, don't hurt yourself with the non-snow. Oh, I'm Thank you loving for, uh, it. <laughs> you were calling in, Charlie. And he calls all the way from Minneapolis and uh, Minnesota area up there, the Twin Cities. That's wonderful that he listens to us all the way up there at 1120 a.m. It's nice. This signal reaches 35, 36 states, something like that. So you could be listening in areas outside of St. Louis, Missouri. It's a live radio program. You don't get a lot of those at night let alone ones that let you call in and talk to us. So Scott is holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing, Mr. Record? Scott, good. Good to hear your voice. What's going on? Yeah, I had to uh, I had to go in and vote early on Thursday, and uh, I uh, I had my surgery on Friday. And, oh, uh, how'd that go? It slew. Well, uh, they, they 
I took, they put me on a low dose anesthesia because it went in my brain kind of active during this surgery, this particular surgery. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I saw the scar after it was over. I got a cut from all the way back by my neckline, about four inches from my ear, my right ear. Mm-hmm. And it goes up over my ear and then down and back up again to my temple. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like a backwards question mark. Oh, wow. There's a now, mystery Scott, in there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you could really scare some kids on Halloween with something like that. Unfortunately, I didn't get on on Halloween, although, you know. With the social distance, and I wouldn't have had to need that mask. People would have social distanced anyway. But uh, <laughs> How do you feel right now? Do you feel okay? Well, I tell you what, when I was in the hospital, I was on the ICU for about three or four days. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was all a bunch of COVID people that were on life support, which is just horrible, you know. Uh, and then they moved me. I had to stay in the ICU for obvious reasons. And then they moved me upstairs to... Uh, Mm-hmm. recovery unit yeah and that was all full of mostly like a lot of covid people too you know yeah and uh but my first night i was there and uh my temperature had jumped up to 103 and i had that cough and that heavy pressure on my oh, chest oh boy yeah and i couldn't breathe i couldn't cough when i coughed it hurt like heck cuz i just had brain surgery you know oh, no. and they took drew blood and did this and uh they did the swab and it mm-hmm. came back negative oh, and i had it four that? times while i was there cuz my temperature kept going up and down up and down and they did it but it was all negative and my neurosurgeon came down and said a lot of people get fevers up and down sometimes after that type of surgery on I that see. side of the yeah. brain right so, but so uh, I haven't had a course. seizure yet. Yeah. Wow. Great. And uh, I'm just a little good news for this evening. You know, uh, that I, is good I, I was I'm recovered so to enough that. to watch the uh, the end of that first night. You know, there on Friday when they were going through the you know, counting down some of the states and whatnot, and and I knew this was going to take a while. You know. Yeah. And, well, uh, I mean, you've been talking about the the surgery, and I, I mean, you've been calling into the show, I think, from the very beginning, ever since I yeah, started here at yeah, KMOX. Right. I've heard all kinds of updates from you, and, and I know you've been talking about this surgery coming up, so it's so so good to hear your voice. You sound um, you sound like you're a little bit tired, but you sound great, though. It's Yeah, like, the it, medicine does make me a little tired, and I wanted to call and check in with you real quick for uh, for, for Karen, and, and, and I really do appreciate the prayers from people, and, uh, you know, people that I might never see in my life, but, and I just... That's the thing about this election. I mean, it didn't go the way, probably it won't go the way I was hoping it would, but mm-hmm. um, I want to know one question, and this is my bone to pick with uh, Joe Biden. When an interviewer asked him, uh, you don't think the voters have a right to understand if you're going to pack the courts or not? No. And he goes, there is, this isn't a time or the place. He goes, so you're going to definitely let them know before the election. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, no. No, that People was obviously it. not true. Do you see um, yeah. the Babylon Bee, what they, their spin on that? No, they, I didn't. It was funny. They said, uh, so Babylon Bee is the satirical site. They said, uh-huh. man would not give his opinion on adultery until after the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait till the wedding's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would boy. Have to be, well, it, that would have to be investigative journalism, though. 
Yeah. At least for the sense that the Republicans, um, at least there's enough votes to skin of the court as of right now. And let's just hope that it doesn't come to it. But Scott, I'm so glad you called in. Well, thank you. I'm just, uh, it's, I I know this is, this is not the thing a lot of people wanted, a really overwhelming majority of people I know, but there's a lot I do know that will love this, but uh, Mm. the, it won't stay Democrat forever. We won't, we won't go socialism will not fly in this country. Mm. But my own theory, notwithstanding that Joe Biden gets on TV one day, a tearful Joe Biden and says Joe's too ill or something to and there's your first woman of color president. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's a uh, if Joe wins and all signs are pointing to him winning right now, he's got the probably a ninety percent chance if I had to guess yeah, yeah. of winning. It's it's a really high percentage. That's I would also say the chances of him finishing in well, or the chances of him not finishing his first term and Kamala Harris becoming the president, I, I think are even higher percentages. Um, I, I, I wouldn't think that Joe has it in him to go all the way through, not from what we've seen. So yeah, far, so. I don't know. I, it's, that's a tough one to call because it's like what the guy was saying, you know, where you're a doctor. No, I'm not a doctor, but I'm listening to what I've heard too from other doctors and about dementia, my mom had questions about dementia. You know, she's she's seventy seventy two mm. years old. You know, and uh, well, you start to you see worry some of the about signs. that stuff, and it's scary to even yeah. talk about it with a parent. You know what I mean? It's a, oh, it's I would never yeah. wish that on anybody, Joe Biden, yeah. anyone. But yeah, uh, absolutely, you're so right. It's just, well, um, uh, Scott, I'm so glad you called in and gave us an update. I'm glad well, you're doing better, and you'll have to give us another update here soon, okay? I will. I'll call you soon. Uh, you guys take care and have a great night and a uh, great morning. And uh, yep. hope, uh, hope everything's going well with you and the family. God bless you and your new, you. new blessing coming your way. Oh, thank you very much, Scott. Good to hear from you. Have a great weekend. And my little baby girl is doing just fine. She is a couple of months in, so not quite three months in, a little over two, uh, two and a half months. She's been doing great. Uh, every time she gives me a little smile, it, it makes me feel great. Reminds me of the better things in life where I don't have to worry about watching election results come in at night. We'll take some more of your calls coming up at 314-436-7900 on Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. What a time. This weekend, I really don't know what my consumption of news is going to be like. If I'm just going to check in here or there, if I'm going to keep watching constantly, monitoring, I just don't know if I can take it. I honestly just need to unplug for a little while, and I know that eventually we're going to get an answer. I just don't know if it's going to be this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be next week. It could be December. Who knows? Let's go to Catherine, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm this close to uh, getting a few days off because it's my weekend after tonight, so I'm feeling all right. Good. Uh, I'm uh, 89 years old, and I just want to tell you I love your show, and uh, I was wondering what you named your baby girl. Oh, Lily is her Lily. name. Oh, that's yeah. pretty. Isn't that great? And, Catherine, i got to say, I, I mentioned earlier when we look at the ratings, my demographic of 88 Plus, as in people over the age of 88, particularly females, love this show. So oh, I this do. just proves oh, it. Uh, can I ask you, uh, please don't stop playing uh, Sleeping With the Radio On. You like the song, yes. I love that song. Every night. night I listen to that because it reminds me of my husband who passed away. 
Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Oh. Yeah, I really well, love that song, and I listen to it every time you play it, and it just cheers me up. So please don't stop playing. I know you had somebody call in and said they were tired of it. They were. They wanted that, and then the Friday song by Rebecca Black, which we're going to play here next hour, because that's our Friday tradition. They wanted that gone, too. But luckily, we did the vote, and everyone said keep them, so both are staying. Oh, good. Thank you so much for your wonderful show. You have a Thank great you. night. You too, Catherine. Bye. Thank you. Well, that's wonderful. See, I told you, when I look at the ratings, I go around and I hold up a piece of paper and I say, but yeah, look at women 88 plus. I am just just absolutely the king of night talk when it comes to women 88 plus and proud of it. Big Al, welcome to Overnight America. What's up, buddy? Hi. Catherine, sorry we messed up. You were the best generation, and from me on down, we really goofed this one up. So sorry, and uh, I'd love some uh, homemade cookies sometime. And, Rick, if you quit playing that song, you lose the 88, and uh, you're done. So, uh, yeah, I know. hey, uh, Charlie, God bless you, man. Good job coming through it. And uh, we pray for you. And can I have your pain pills to get through this recount? Yeah, oh, Scott, you mean, so yeah. Our Scott, yeah, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Can I get those pain pills, please? But, um, <laughs> Rec, do you believe anything funny is going on? Um, this is what I want to see. So I'll answer that question. But what I think is I want to see how many of the mail-in ballots were invalidated, meaning the ones that were not counted. If that number is close to zero, I think there's funny business going on. Um, I, th- I do want they, to get more statistics. Why in the heck is Philly and Detroit covering windows and pumping out i mean it's it's a it's a law we should be able to observe on both sides and i agree i mean if biden wins god bless him you know and i won a fair election and i mm-hmm. i went to bed winning and i woke up and the machine kicked in and you know what i mean by that yeah. so um we had a red yeah. wave we had a red wave because we got minorities, we got Hispanics, we got everybody. And the Republican ticket now, bud, is the old Democrats. Work every day, pay your taxes, love your country. That's a Republican. And the Democrats better wake up because we're coming. And you guys have lost your minds, and it is not going to fly. And the one thing I'll tell you is, is, is this close as the race is, I know half my uh, people in this world are brain dead to vote for that stuff. I mean, don't, don't, you about to get what you wish for and you may not mm-hmm. like it. And I, yeah. I, I'll guarantee you, you're not going to like it. So if it's, if it's, if it's Biden and it's fair, God bless you. I'm supporting you. You're my president. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and if it's got to be fair and the, keep in mind, and, the words of the president have been twisted so much by some of these networks uh, that they're saying he, the, the president 100 percent says legal votes. It has to be legal and legit. Right. That's all he wants. That's why we got Barrett on so fast. But yeah. um, I will tell you this. Um, don't don't kid yourself about uh, Arizona because it's going to happen. And Philly is. He just lost a bunch of votes from Philly because I guess the machines are running hot. I mean, Pennsylvania, I guess the machines running hot in, in, in Philly, like uh, Dr. J shooting for the Kentucky Colonels. But that's another story. But yep. uh, make it All fair. Right. All right. 
And uh, Thanks, Big let's Al. do it right because we're going to win Arizona. And if they don't fraud it up in Pennsylvania, Donald Trump, thank God you're back. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Big Al. Don't give it up. Have a good night. And he's right that in Georgia, things are so close, it's almost uh, certain that they're going to have to trigger a recount. If things continue in the way of Joe Biden picking up votes in Pennsylvania, that could even trigger a recount in that sense, too. It's going to be super close. I think what you're going to find, if there's a court battle, Pennsylvania, as Brad Young pointed out, would be the most likely target because did they illegally extend out by three days the ballots, the ones that would be acceptable? State law would say that it's when it's over, it's over. So there could be a battle in that sense, too. And a lot of those numbers, the ones where you see Joe Biden making a large comeback would be the ones that would be invalidated. So that could be a big thing, too, at least in the pocket of Donald Trump. Uh, Lou's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. uh, Thanks for taking the call. I called in a bit earlier, but then I had to hang up because I got an important call. But I was going to make some nasty political comments, but I I don't think that's that's a good idea. I'll just say that um, the people in this country in general are really, really decent, decent people, generous people and all that and fair people, you know. And the only thing I would say is that I think... Along with me, most people are getting sick of these attack ads all the time, attack political ads, you know. I I would hope that they would be banned and that all the the uh, political candidates would do would just say what they believe and why they think they should be elected, you know, uh, positive things and not, not have all this negative stuff. I think people are getting sick of it, and uh, I guess that's what I'd want to say now. Yeah, I saw some of the worst political ads I've ever seen from the Lincoln Project. I don't know if you caught any of those. They were just so terrible. And I saw a lot of the same ads over and over again, but it's just it got so bad. You're right. I'm glad that we don't have to worry about that right now, but I don't know. Do you think it's you really think it might get better? That's the big question. I don't know. All, all I can do is, is hope and pray, and and I, I have confidence. And I said the the majority of Americans who are, are decent people. I think, along with me, a lot of people are getting tired of, of that stuff, you know, and yeah. just tuning them out. And uh, I hope that uh, people that make those things will realize will realize that that they they turn people off, starting to turn people off more than influence them. Yeah, you know, that's uh, truth. That's absolutely the truth. It turns them off more than influencing. I totally agree. Well, Lou, thank you very much for your call. Have a great weekend. We have another hour of Overnight America coming up. One more hour live. So whatever you want to talk about, you can. 314-436-7900 in our Friday tradition is coming up, too, on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.